So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. This upcoming podcast is rated M for mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. This is the, uh, I don't know, man. I was going to say it's a left-leaning podcast and, you know, we're going straight to hell and all this stuff. No, you know what? This is uh, the last podcast that you're going to get from us from the year of 2020. And for everybody else out there that seems to think that that's going to be some sort of magical cure-all to everything that's going on in our lives right now where you throw the calendar over to January and everything's done. Motherfuckers, you guys have not even begun to suffer. Like, like the Cenobites are sitting and waiting to destroy 2021 right now. Like, like Pinhead is like, we have such delights to show you right now. Where it's Cthulhu and whipping them cannibals. It started in 2016 and it's continued on to 2020. And guess what? It's going to happen more in 2021 because as much as people are putting stock into Biden being able to flip things around and turn things. Shit, I just realized there might be some new people listening. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You know, you know what? There they have the New York Times service reported it. Biden, Biden, don't bully him, don't say anything bad about him. Went and actually made sure that the stimulus checks were only gonna try to be six hundred. He went and did some backdoor deals. So fuck Biden. <laughs> fuck. Like, man, this is like, ooh, like it's like if Bernie would have gotten in there, it would have been just awesome. Like, but like Biden is in there. Like, it's almost like, you know, picking on a fucking neo-fascist by picking on a neoliberal. But <laughs> so, hey, this is episode number 324 of the Utah Outcast podcast. 324. That's most people never get to that number when they do podcasts. And I should know because I had other podcasts that failed before they even reached a hundred. You know, <laughs> so welcome, welcome everybody. Uh, let's see. I'm X. I'm the host for this and every episode that we have here. You can also find me on Outcast X, which is a channel that I have out there on YouTube. I don't have any any inclination in turning it into a podcast, so the only place you're going to find me is there in Twitch. So please, please go find me there. Uh, joining me on the panel tonight, we have uh, Joe Bacon. Hello, everybody. Hello. Returning champion and one of our most prolific patrons out there. Thank you for the fruit basket. I really do appreciate it, Joe. But apparently they fucked you out of your money. Yeah. <laughs> it pissed me off. You're supposed to have gotten. Oh, yeah. The, the details don't matter, but they, they didn't send what they were going to send. So no, anyway. they decided to stiff you. And Crimson, once again, returning for, for uh, this week's episode. He was here last week. He's here this week. You know, I'm 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 going to keep him. You can come back as many times as you want, man. 
you know what? I, I, I sometimes I fear I get too angry for the great show that I'm on. Like, I, I, <laughs> like my channel, I can actually get as much rage as I fucking want to. But like, I don't. I, I, I try to be a better house guest than like on my know. desk. I have I have angry Let's go. So you know what? Get as angry as you want because I feel this lady every goddamn episode that I do this show. So uh yeah, you're don't worry. Please don't worry. Uh let's see. Uh we don't have a, a whole hell of a lot going on this week. I mean, it was Christmas and uh most of my Christmas presents were related to setting up the studio, uh, which I'm going to be doing more stuff from as soon as my kids are back in school. I hope it's soon. But let's see. Uh had a good had a good Christmas break with the family. Uh had a couple of people over, not at the same time. Had my mother-in-law come over. She's been socially distant this whole time. She's in the bubble. She's one of the few people we're allowed to interact with because she doesn't deal with the public at large as well. So we keep it that way. And same thing with my dad. So it was nice being able to see other people for a change because it's been pretty pretty locked off here for a while for and i'm sure the rest of you guys are feeling the same way but uh i mean i have nothing else really to talk about it like i said it's this is the end of the year 2020 and uh we're starting 2021 here pretty soon and that means my 41st birthday is on the way hooray (laughs) don't applaud that shit no (laughs) it's 41 you don't celebrate 41. Nobody, nobody should celebrate 41 besides the fact that it's a fucking prime number. You know, that's hey, about it. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be 39 next year, so <laughs> don't feel bad. That's not a prime number. No, nope, 39 isn't. <laughs> no, it is not. And I had to think about it. I'm like, wait, is 41 a prime number? I'm like, yeah, you can't divide it by two. You can't divide it. <laughs> I'm like, seven, eight. Not, no, just, okay. use, just use the tip of Erasmus to find it. That's beyond my pay grade, there, Joe. Joe, what have you been up to this week? Anything, anything good been going on with you? Hey, man, you know how? Yes, I mean, His Royal Excellency decided to give me Thursday off, and I'm glad that they did. This Thursday night, everybody decided to bring out Mister Gun and Mister Firework and Mister M80, and they just let them rip, rip, rip. Till 3 a.m. Joe lives on the set of a constantly happening series of the Mexican, you know, where people are fucking licking rounds off into the air all the time, you know? <laughs> man, it's not, it, it, and of course, Christmas, and you know how we celebrate Christmas, man. It had to be broccoli beef and fried rice. I don't, <laughs> care, what, I don't care what Mr. Meter said. It was broccoli beef, house fried rice, and it was. Oh man, the New York style eggs with the baby ash shrimp in them. Well, and I'm- I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Day of Atonement is ten months away. I figured, what the heck? <laughs> Live as sinful as you can now, Joe. That's right, <laughs> and I'll, I'll fall over the cheeseburger tomorrow. Yeah, you'll oh. be in the book of life come October. <laughs> I better be in the book. <laughs> When you get to be sixty-five, that's your thrill. Just- Wait, I, am I wrong with that? I heard that you can't have meat and cheese in the same meal. That's right. That's if you want to be kosher, fucking, right? That's fucking blasphemy. <laughs> you can't have no cheeseburgers, man. Oh God! 
Damn it. So your double double my, animal style is out the that's window. My man, <laughs> double double animal style is the tick. It, it opens the dinosaur portal to hell. <laughs> <laughs> through the through the pathway of heart disease. It, my whole know. diet right now is fucking heart disease the diet. So like while the family's over here munching on all these delicious thanks or Christmas goods and all the candies and shit, I'm like, I'm over here with my beef jerky and salami and like fuck all of you people. <laughs> is it bad that I learned that you can slow cook a ham in um like sprite, brown sugar, and pineapple juice? Well, grandma used no, my aunt Ross. She used to use Coca-Cola. And then dad brought it up to her and said, what are you doing with a ham? Listen, friend. Religion and stomach don't mix. <laughs> yeah, I made a I made a pretty good ham this year. The, the trick is, don't buy a fucking spiral sliced ham unless you're going to be serving that up as cold cuts, man. Oh, God, I fucking hate spiral sliced ham. Because <laughs> he's just whoever, like... Whoever invented that, man. Oh, I just made a. I made just a butt, a ham butt. Like it was completely cooked, so we just lit it warm up with some good shit around it, and I started cutting into it. And I'm like, "This is the juiciest goddamn ham I've ever had in my life." I'm like, "Never buying a sliced ham ever fucking again." So get them from Edwards in Virginia. <laughs> oh my god, Edward ham. <sighs> so Crimson, what's up with you, man? You been you been doing anything this week? I, you know what? I like, wow. Uh, besides working, what's been really fascinating is like, and I, first I want to say thank you guys. You guys, Utah Icast has actually helped my channel grow a lot. Nice. And this week, like, it's actually been, I I didn't know that uh, so many people like making fun of MAGA guys <laughs> as I did. Like, I mean, like, I still have my my staples like uh fucking Coach Redfield, um like I'm moving into the a guy called the quartering, which it looks like oh like, God man he's Jeremy oh. is a fucking loser man. <laughs> How do you get so drunk you piss in a drawer in your basement? <laughs> well, I didn't do the Howard Hughes into a milk bottle. Like, the quartering is a special breed of, of person that, like, I, I, I don't get how they got famous off the anti SJW stuff. He got famous off of off um, Magic the Gathering. PewDiePie. So and PewDiePie. No, PewDiePie is actually like he used to be a decent human being. Like, go outside, had a half like I'm like had a great looking wife and did like crane machine games. Mm-hmm. But, like, now he just looks like, I mean, like, <laughs> I get the whole beard for masculinity thing, I, which I would never grow a full beard. But it looks like somebody took Brillo Pass and just stapled it to, like, his face <laughs> in an uneven way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, that's one way to get rid of acting. <laughs> I, I can't ever trim this thing straight. So, like, you might see me tip my head off to the side a little bit here because, like, doesn't look uneven from here, but dead on. You'd be like, what the fuck is growing on your face there, X? But it doesn't look like as if you <laughs> took David Crockett's hat and just... No, I mean, it, it, it's quaffed the right way, and I actually have thickness where it's it's going to be fine. He looks like he's just straight up 
pulled like Leonard Nimoy's pubes out and just like glued him <laughs> to his face. Just there you go. That's enough right there. Oh, God. <laughs> Why Leonard Nimoy? Because I thought of him earlier tonight. Thank you very much, Galvatron. <laughs> oh God. And and it's just like what what's been really getting me is just like like oh my God. There's this. With with Roland Martin, I don't know if you ever heard of Roland Martin from TV One. Um, he says Terrence K. Williams is a MAGA leprechaun, and it's like it kills everything. And <laughs> Mag- <laughs> no, oh, I was God. watching your stream the other night where you had on the uh, the two gentlemen that were talking all sorts of MAGA shit and how they've been deplatformed and everything, and I was just like. The Hodge twins. You did this to yourself. You know that you, you, you didn't have to. You could have done other internet stuff, but you can fucking grifters, man. It never I, fucking ends. And one line that somebody pointed it out that I said is like, how do you get the spray tan and <laughs> skid, skid marks off of your goatee? And that, I'm looking back on it. It was an awesome line, but it's like... <laughs> That deserves that deserves this one. Oh, if I didn't hit the right button there. Hang on. There we go. I will eat your ass. <laughs> That's who I want to go after next. But like, God. Oh, God. Like, how do grifters do it? Like, I just don't get these grifters. I don't understand the lack of shame. You know, that some of these people have. It's like hey, it's anything for money, man. I like money, but at the same time, I'm not willing to sell out who I am. In order to to chase that money, you know, it's not it, it's the fault. No, you wind up like Rush take. Limbaugh now. Oh, get a fucking presidential medal of fucking valor <laughs> or freedom. Yeah. Freedom, yeah. sorry, not valor. So, a medal of freedom. Man, yeah, for being caught with all that Viagra and having your housekeeper go and buy your buy your oxycontin. Oh, the little the, blues, the, the law. Parking, <laughs> yeah, the parking lot of a Denny. Mr. Sternley, I need to go get me some blues. <laughs> Taking so much oxycodone that you have hearing loss. I know people that mainline heroin that have less problems than fucking than Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> and that's saying something, Mom. Oh, shit, yeah. my bad. Sorry. No. <laughs> I'm Ooh. kidding. I'm kidding. My mom doesn't do heroin. She just does everything else. <laughs> but you know what? With... with, with just fucking amazing what is fucking amazing how um the the good old friends at dominion has effectively shut down fox news oan newsmax from talking about this whole bullshitty ass oh it's the dominion voting machine oh god like we're gonna sue your ass and everybody (laughs) came back everybody came out with a correction we're sorry except for l lynn wood the the stupid ass attorney and the other one, who's who's the female in there? Sydney, the Kraken, Sydney, Sydney Powell. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are still pushing the machine crank. The one that looks like an ant wearing makeup. God, I hate that. God, layout. I don't know, man. It looks like <laughs> it looks like. I remember when the forest was talking all the time. Hey, like, what is it with crazy people in the name Powell? Yeah, I I, I hear you there. We 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 had a. Uh, a Powell family that happened locally here where the guy murdered his wife, dumped the body somewhere out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And he said they went camping in the middle of December or something like that. Hey, where... and, and, and you're Florida, man. Another Powell. Yep. 
Oh, the Florida man. And ooh, my friend brought me a trash can and told me to keep it for a couple couple days. And he come back and he never came back. But it's been here for three months and we opened it up. God damn, there's a body in there. <laughs> Why would a so when are we as a culture just going to realize that human life means fucking nothing to us? When are we just going to wait? go ahead and pull that Band-Aid off? Wait, know? wait, 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 wait. It means something when it's in the body of a woman. As soon as it's getting out, like, no. Yeah. Fuck that. When's, like, when's the GOP going to get off their goddamn high horse and just, you know, admit anything that's not a fetus we don't give a shit about? When I would feel better if they would just admit it. You know, if they would just say it, you know, say the words, please. I mean. I need you to complete the magic spell. That's really what it is. <laughs> oh shit! We need to we need to wrap this up because we need to get to our first little segment here, and it's going to be uh, probably something uh, involving the Ark Encounter ticket numbers because apparently November numbers are here. So, ooh, guess what? Ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Hang on, Horshack. We'll get to you here. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is the Utah Outcast, and we will be right back after this little break. Hi, I'm Amy with a Y, and I live in Minnesota. And I'm Amy with an I, and I live in Texas. And we're the hosts of Secular Soup, where each week we offer up a bowl of real talk about atheism, feminism, politics, parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about because it's our podcast. Just listen to what these random dudes are saying about our show. They used to have that cartoon, Daria. This is what would happen if Daria and Jane grew up and started a podcast. So if you like extremely foul-mouthed ladies with opinions, this is the podcast for you. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold and you can join us on all the social medias just search for secular soup podcast in the google machine take it from your old friend eli bosnick grab a bowl and taste the magic slurp even this god is an infinite god who is working in ways we don't always understand you don't think that's a cop out he is god are you god no all right folks we uh I've got. We have to bring it to you. I've been. I've been doing this fucking segment for like three something years, maybe more now. Let's see. They opened in 2017. Yes. Yeah, so it's pretty much after they first started opening. Uh, let's talk about the ARC attendance numbers that we have for November of 2020. So, Ooh. Ooh, let this should be fun. Yeah. So thanks to the public record request by local paleontologist Dan Phelps, as we've talked about every every clip that we've done this whole here this whole thing, we now have the numbers from November. And he calculates this by looking at these the safety fee or what is it the it's fifty cents per ticket that is pretty much paid to make sure that they have fire services or police services that can come out to the area. And every fifty cents per ticket, they they tell you the number, you times it by two, and that tells you how many how much money they collected times two tells you how many people attend in that time. So in the month of November for twenty twenty. We have 24,105 attendees. Damn, that's, that's low, isn't it? If, yeah, you di- if you divide it by 30 days, that's like uh, 800 or something like that. Would that that'd be, yeah, that's close to like 800 a day. Do we sound the price is right losing horn now? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so that is a decrease over last year in november where they were at okay let's start with 2017 let's just talk about big numbers first 
November 2017, they were open for like their fifth month or something like that. 51,914 people attended. That's a lot of fudge. Okay number, not decent number. The the next year, 2018, you had 40,193. So you were already at a 11,000 like drop, 11,800 drop from the previous year. Damn. So in 2019, it dropped down to 37,686. So that's another like uh, 2,500 people that didn't come that year over the previous year, over the previous year. So for this year, they were at a negative 13,581 just this year. So from first year, 51,914 to this year, 24,105, they're less than half on their opening year. So, I mean, okay, COVID's happening. But you also live in Kentucky, where the governor has tried to open up shit as much as he possibly can. And you're still not having religious, mask-denying, vaccine-denying asshole people that live within the state of Kentucky and thereabouts not coming to your arc. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like, at some point, the grift gets old, and you can't make new rides every season. At this motherfucker, like at least online grifters, they can come up with the same video and rotate like four of the same videos out. But you can't do that with a static structure. Yeah, if I wanted to, I could be like the quartering and just make videos about Brie Larson every week if I wanted to, you know. Go get woke, go broke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, get rid of the Ferris wheel and put water sports in there. Hey, now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, what better way to start? What better way to celebrate an art than to have a water Piss park? Exactly. Piss in my face is what it is. I'm going to pee on you. Drop, drop, drop. I'm drip, s- drip, drip. It's on you. But it's gold. Drip, drip, drip. And it's gold. God damn it, Joe. So anyway, this article says, keep in mind that the the actual attendance is higher than these numbers represent because kids get in for free, as do members with lifetime passes. But giving away freebies to children and those members doesn't help the local economy, such as drawing in first time customers who are ready to spend money or conference attendees who are there for another reason. But <laughs> don't, don't feel bad for for Ken Ham because their parent company, Crosswater Canyon, Received between one and two million dollars from the Paycheck Protection Program (PPP) uh, last year. Oh no, sorry, fuck. Twenty twenty has been a long year. They got yeah. it this year <laughs> on top of the fundraiser that they did, where they received more than a million dollars in fundraising. It's almost as if the religious big mega churches and organizations are grifting. No, no, that's not true at all. That can't be. There's nothing wrong with that. Sweet, sweet tax them money. So when I so what I'm hearing is that when I start Utah Outcast as an actual business, I need to make it a religion (laughs) and 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 hire as many people, or say you hire as many people as you can, and um, just right before the uh, right after the cutoff date of keeping money. Say like with a PPP, just say, okay, you made it past October 1st, October 3rd, have layoffs. <laughs> and there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, John Smiths on this list. 
you can't track him down. It's too hard for you. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. SMRT. Oh, it's the coach who's not really a coach. And don't worry, guys, you don't have to hear his terrible voice this week. Uh, instead, what we're going to be doing is talking about the the news that came out recently. I think it was prior to Christmas. So it was like a couple of days beforehand. In southern Ohio, there's a Native American National Historic Site called the Great Serpent Mound. And it's considered sacred by Native Americans as uh, uh, a, a place that they have literally their ancestors buried, you know. So for right-wing Christian activist Dave Dobbenmeyer, none of that matters. So on that Sunday, the day of the solstice, the members of his ministry, and I saw the video of this, and it's a very geriatric <laughs> group group of his ministry went to the site to pray against the quote-unquote dark energy that he claims is released from there. Dark energy. Wait, wait what? I, 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 Are we I, talking I, Skeksis I, I, trying to steal youth from the fucking other... Dark energy. Dark energy from the Great Serpent Mound, you know. I mean, like, my, my <laughs> dad took me there, and it was sacred. And it's a sacred plot for, for a Native American. Much as Mount Rushmore is also a sacred. Yeah, but we as colonialists decide that's our mountain. We're going to carve our goddamn presidents onto it. <laughs> I mean, like, do these people... Like, if these natives went and performed some kind of ceremony in a Christian, like, say, I don't know, motherfucking, like, Arlington, <laughs> like, how pissed would they be? Right. So this, this whole incident involved one member climbing onto the mound and essentially desecrating the site. It led to a confrontation between the mostly maskless Christians and Philip. We know they were masked. Well, because they were the Dave Dobbenmeyer people that decided not to wear masks to this whole thing because, you know, COVID's not real. Masks don't do anything. Oh, my. And people are just dying in hospitals for no reason. For no reason. So it, it came down between them and Philip, Philip Yenyo of the American Indian Movement of Ohio, who felt obligated to defend the space when he heard that Dobbenmeyer's group was planning to go there. Yenyo said it was no different than as if his group decided to perform a religious ceremony in Dobbenmeyer's church. He just exactly. said, you don't desecrate someone else's sacred space. Exactly. And that's the thing, like this whole supremacy of, well, I'm just doing what, what, what fucking my Christ said, like, no, your Christ didn't say go pray on in public. He criticized the Philistines for that shit. Yeah. And my one of the funniest things that happened here is like you hear these Christians start to like chant their stupid little thing toward the Native Americans. The Native Americans are like, cool, we're just going to sing and dance and drown you the fuck out. And it's funny to me to see some of the pearl grasping Christian ladies of like 90 years old going like, how dare they 
do this in front of me. I'm saying Christian stuff. How you can't stop me, you know? Yeah, we kind of can <laughs> when you're being an asshole. I mean, get even. Go into Dobbermeyer's church and peyote. I hope so, but he's probably one of those churches where he would shoot first and ask questions second because. Oh, he probably hired the guy <laughs> from the patron show this week. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It says here, and from the video, it says Dobbin Meyer's group was making absurd statements, as highlighted by the Cincinnati Inquirer. Don't tell me to get out of the way of my own land, said Yinyo. It's our birthright. It's our sacred right. Or a sacred site, sorry. And one of the prayer group people said, It's public land. This land will be taken in time of Jesus, or taken in the name of Jesus. So, okay, the best response to that could possibly be from what Yenyo said here is like, this land was already taken a long time ago. Yes. You people keep taking it. (laughs) Yes! 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 Fucking yes! Like, it makes these people uncomfortable, like... Well, 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 no, we were supposed to like manifest destiny. No, you motherfuckers. <laughs> there were people living here before you fucking got here. Yes. Which is funny because I was watching the, the new Pixar movie Soul and um, one of the one of the people was. Anyway, it doesn't matter what the story is, but the, the fact is, like, somebody was talking to Abraham Lincoln and they're like, it doesn't bother you that you're on the penny. He's like, nope, it's a great honor. He's like, what if I told you Andrew Jackson was on the twenty dollar bill? And Abe Lincoln loses his shit. Are you kidding me, Jackson? <laughs> and, and I laughed so hard, and my kids were like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'll I'll tell you later." Andrew Jackson was a terrible fucking president. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, to be fair, he pre- he's President Trump's favorite uh, president. Yeah, there should have yeah. been a fucking red flag from the moment that he said that that was his favorite president. When oh, they moved God. that portrait into the fucking Oval Office, I'm like. Oh no! <laughs> Along with the Rembrandts and shit, it's like oh shit. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, at one point after Yinyo says that he's the executive director for the American Indian Movement of Ohio, one of the Christians responds, "Well, we're an executive director for Jesus." Oh God! <laughs> oh, they did. They did on this video. As Cincinnati Inquirer puts it, whatever that's supposed to mean. <laughs> no one was arrested, but it's just the latest example of Dobbenmeyer and his followers finding new ways to use their faith to hurt other people. And it's true. Guy's <laughs> a piece of shit. He's a dude. He's not insult shit. Dobbermeyer's lower than that. Well, you know, his his ministry is past the salt fucking, like, church or whatever the hell it is. Look, I don't want to be right about what the name of his church is because I don't give a fuck about this guy to begin with, but you can go watch the whole terse exchange that happened, and it's it's eye-opening for the fact that, like, these people have no clue what kind of land they're trotting upon, so. Look, when my dad took me there when I was a kid, that this is sacred ground for Native Americans, and you've got to treat it that way. Yeah. I and- just, I for me, it's just like, I get, like, back in the 1700s, where it's like, oh, they're the heathens, and we need to fuck, 
Like at this point, though, you know that's bullshit, right? Yeah. You know, you, you have to realize that, yo, people were living on this land and weren't fucking savages. Like you have to realize that. They don't, though, because the American education system has fucking ruined more minds than it's actually helped. So. You ask any uh, of these people to, to talk about manifest destiny and they'd be like, what? You know, <laughs> you, 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 t- you try to talk to them about when slavery started in America. They'd be like. About the time of the Civil War, you know, they would they would they would come up with some ignorant fucking responses because honestly, these people are no less than they think they claim to know. Yeah. And, it's and they're rewarded for the shit. Yeah. yeah. So meanwhile, my great great grandfather. Peter Bacon was lived in D.C. and his store was a stop on the Underground Railroad. Hey, who did we fight in World War II? They'd be like Antifa? You know, that's how stupid America oh, is right God. now, guys. It's really bad. Yeah, it's... <sighs> Train your kids because the fucking school system's not going to. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Man, I've never seen a pony eat so many apples. Whoa, Applejack, eat all those apples, you're gonna get a wicked bad tummy ache. Wow, hey guys, check it out! Applejack's eating a shitload of apples! This I gotta see! Hey, Sugar Cubes, look! I'm a walrus! Or, or, or! Man, Applejack, you eat all those apples, you're gonna get a wicked bad tummy ache! Oh, no way! I just said the same thing, you crazy c- <laughs> Go, Applejack, go! Okay, folks, we have Pat Robertson, who is, uh... 160,000 years old, was there running around with the dinosaurs? I was hoping to make a Grogu joke about him, with his name, you know... He he eventually got flesh colored after he left cer- a certain Jedi Master's temple. To I'm leaving it vague, guys. I'm going to leave it vague. I'm not going to give you spoilers here, but I'm just trying to say is that it, it's amazing to me that this guy is still alive. <laughs> it's them buckets, man. It's them buckets. <laughs> yeah, but that's not him. Like- that's Jim Baker. That's <laughs> no, Pat Robertson still sells buckets like- too. Pat Robertson sells buckets too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's still alive, it. like Perry Como in that SCTV skit. Oh, God. And, like, I can't tell where his, like, his ear starts here. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at this on video. And it, like, grows into his face. And then it becomes, like, a jowl that's hanging down over here. So it's like, is that your earlobe or your goddamn cheek, man? What the fuck is going on with your face? Okay, so Pat Robertson is uh, <laughs> declaring something about Joe Biden. Which is funny because I'm going to play it to you in context here in a second about what's really going on here. Here we go. I think it's all over. I think the Electoral College has spoken. I think the the Biden uh, corruption uh, has not totally been brought to to uh, fruition. But it. 
by corruption. Brought so, to fruition. Yeah, honestly, honestly, Joe Biden, com- compared to Trump, Joe Biden, little Lord Fauntleroy. So here's my thing about um, this motherfucking Pat Robinson. Like, there's some times where he's just like, you know what? Stop the bullshit. Like, he told the flat earth, it was like, stop believing the yep. flat earth. He even told our good friend, Ken fucking Ham's like, no, <laughs> motherfucker, the earth is like not. Creation is, young earth creation is not a thing, man. Exactly. <sighs> and no. it's just like, it's like, does it like, you got to wonder, like, is the other shit he grifted on or does he truly believe it? Or does he just like <coughs> total griff? Right. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, I just want power. Well, man, it's old tax attempt. All right, so he's going to continue on. Doesn't seem to be affecting the Electoral College, and I don't think the Supreme Court is going to move in to do anything. And I think uh, we're going to see a President Biden, and I also think we'll be seeing a President Kamala Harris not too long after. the. Everybody's banking on yeah. the fact that Biden's old and he's going to die. Yeah, how fucking grim reaperish is this shit? These guys are. Well, they're praying. Well, you have these people on President Trump's prayer team who are praying for the death of Joe Biden, but then they also prayed for the uh, death of the electors, and you you see how effective that prayer was. Or better yet, they're talking about Joe Biden versus the man who literally had a small stroke. uh, What six months ago? It's we didn't have a. He had, he didn't have her no stroke because Paula White laid her hands on him and healed him. So just for context, I want you to hear what Pat Robertson said before the election. <laughs> just because I live off this delicious irony yeah. that we have here. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to say without question, Trump is going to win the election. <laughs> he had that word I'm sorry, I'm sorry Pat. What was, what was yeah. that again? Hang on. What was that? First of all, I want to say without question, Trump is going to win the election. That's right. He had that word from JC and his sunshine band. Nobody should be surprised because Pat Robertson has called for the end of the world multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, there's like nine more seconds here. What else is he going to say? Uh, and uh, that doesn't mean you sit home and don't vote. That, that, that means you get out and do everything you can to work. But he's going to win. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler no. alert: He didn't win. Uh, hey, it's time for the Price Is Right losing horn. <laughs> I mean, like, at, at what point does Pat Robinson get up and it's like, "I'm going to be the evangelicals, um, evangelicals," and then later on in that day, he's like, "Look, I'm tired of the bullshit. You are making it more difficult for me to pull my bullshit." So here's the fucking truth. No, he he can't do that. All right, so he's got got a little bit. The inauguration of President Biden, with all his talent and the ability to raise money and draw large crowds, the president still lives in an alternate reality. He really... Where the fuck were you guys talking about this four goddamn years ago? Who's talking about an alternate reality? The the Jesus believer. (laughs) Pimp, 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 pimp. I mean, like, at some point, like, 
this is why I said that he knows that he's doing the Griff because he can actually have like other like 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 bad takes, whatever. But at least it's not just straight strictly Bible. Like the time he told his, the woman that I don't know, maybe your husband she known him because he's not happy. And it's yeah. like it's like at why aren't this you point, making him more happy? That's your fault. Exactly. <laughs> but at this point, it makes me just want to just be like, yo, dude, like how? Like, why can't you have said shit earlier? <laughs> oh, because you expected to ride the gravy train on to a bad stop went past the, the the one that we already are you are right now. Yeah. That's right. Because like, Pep wanted his medal of freedom in Trump's second term. Doesn't he have like some really good lucrative deal with Disney about them not making any changes to his show and he can have it as long yep. as he's alive? Yep. <laughs> that was part right. of the deal when the when ABC bought the family the family channel. Which is transformed into other things since that happened. Anyway. People say, well, he lies about this, that, and the other, but no, he isn't lying. To him, that's the truth. He had the biggest crowd on Inauguration Day. He had the, he had more people than ever. Uh, he was the most popular uh, people. Uh, he saved NBC, but with The Apprentice. You, know, you go down the line of things that really aren't true. But you just said that they were true yeah. to him. That's I mean, the problem, Pat. Yeah. That there he is lying about the size of the crowd. You are faced with objective reality versus subjective opinion. And the latter one with this guy every time. And as president of the United States, you can't abide by that. You can't have the goddamn president going off of his feelings versus what his fucking advisors are telling him. Because we've already had four years of that bullshit. Yeah. There's a reason. Four years of that bullshit a about a million mulligans at the golf course. Right now, he's not doing this guy. You know, people kept pointing to them, but because they loved him so much and he was so strong for the evangelicals, the evangelicals were with him all the way. Including you. Yeah. Yeah. Including you, Pulpit Tim. Pat. You were doing this shit too. Yes. I I just don't know. It's like <laughs> he's standing fuck, up the like, side, be like, "Why the fuck are you supporting this guy?" <laughs> God damn it, man! He's all of a sudden he's better than this. You, uh, yeah, sure. I can still remember back in 1980 when Pat Robertson tore Jimmy Carter apart, calling him a communist and saying that he was nothing more. Than uh, David Rockefeller's tool. You know, one of the most agreeable fucking presidents that decided to diverge his fucking business interests and try to actually work. And the, the Republicans people. made him sell his peanut farm. That yeah. peanut farm. <laughs> Never mind Trump International. No, that's no, fine. No, Man. there was something about him that was good, that God placed him in that uh, office for the time. He's done a marvelous job for the economy. No, he has not. No, yeah, yeah, sure. Walk yeah, down, if you talk walk about, around Los Angeles, see all the businesses that are gone. If you talk about posting the check until four years after you're fucking done, yeah. or, you know, yeah. right after you're out of office, yeah, that's a good job for the, for the economy. Yeah. And remember, if I, God put Trump in the president, well, God, the, the big change 
also put Jimmy Carter in the presidency, also put godless Bill Clinton, and then Mr. Obama. God put all of them in the presidency, too. And when he put them in the presidency, what did Pat Robertson do? Pat Robertson just simply pulled down his pants and did a Cleveland (laughs) femur on him. (laughs) All right, he's got like 10 more seconds. At the same time, uh, he is very erratic, and he uh, he's fired people, and he's fought people, and he's insulted people, and keeps going down the line. So it's it's a mixed bag, and I think it, it would be well to say uh, you've had your day, and uh, it's time to move on. <laughs> what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trump not to be a spoiled loser? What? 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 Yes, what? It's it's time to move on. That's what you're getting from Pat Robertson. Yeah, right now. move so, on. <sighs> My God. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. What happened? Someone set up us the bomb. We get signal. What? Main screen turn on. It's you. How are you gentlemen? All your base are belong to us. You are on the way to destruction. What you say? You have no chance to survive, make your time. Ha ha ha. This is a, a bit of an audible that came from one of our audience members. If, if you're joining us uh, just on the podcast, you may not realize that we record this episode every week with a complete live studio audience. And somebody brought this up in the in one of the in-between segments that we have. And uh, th- it's great because it comes from Scientific American. You know, that's a trusted news source that you can actually rely upon. And it says... Alien hunters discover mysterious signal from Proxima Centauri. Uh oh, time for it. The little green man. Uh oh. Did anybody watch Battle LA or uh, what the hell was that one called? With uh, it had the guy from it had Two Face from the The Battle of LA. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Where the aliens needed liquid water and they came to Earth to steal it. It was like. Oh, no, it was the Battle of... What is... What was it? It's the Battle of L.A. No, no. We'll, we'll think of it here. The, hang on. V. Uh, 
No, not V. Yeah, the V TV series V with the the reptile. Battle of Los Angeles was the film that came out in 2011, and it starred uh, uh, what the hell was the guy's name? Uh, let's see, starring uh, nope, that's not the people I was thinking of there. No, there was a mini series called V. I I know V. We know V. Aaron Eckhart, that's what it was. But it's not Battle of Los Angeles. It was called Battle of something. Uh, uh, Shit. I'm I'm probably just going to... You know what? I'm not going to clip all this. Fuck it. You guys get to listen to us fact-checking as we're going on here. It's the Aaron Eckhart movie Aliens. (laughs) Battle Los Angeles is what it was called. Battle colon Los Angeles. Yeah, Battle Colon LA. Yeah, it was a stupid movie. (laughs) (laughs) Because it involved aliens needing uh, liquid water and they came to Earth to get it, even though they have interstellar travel, they could just mine all sorts of asteroids and other planets that don't have sentient life they could fight back. You know, they could just gone to Europa, you know? Or, you know, Neptune. It, many other places that have water. <laughs> no, they Ganymede. just want to come. Ganymede, you know, like all of those places around <clears throat> Jupiter. Lots of places you can find shit. <laughs> they just want to come to put they foot on the neck of fucking humans. And here's the thing: humans with fuck uh, aliens with interstellar travel, <laughs> interstellar fucking travel, are pushed back by projectile weapons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Has anybody out there ever thought of how absurd weapons are in the face of like over overreaching technology like you have with alien shit? There's like we're essentially throwing heavy pieces of metal using chemical propellants mm-hmm. <laughs> brought about by combustion. You know, you know, all they have to do is just go. It is a to, small step up from a fucking musket. <laughs> That's all it is. You know, all they would have to do is stop their interstellar ship in our atmosphere and fuck us over. <laughs> Look, if they really wanted to conquer us, all they had to do is just intercept our messages, and then they could come back, and one of them could be Jesus saying he's coming back for the just for Armageddon. Look, man, all you got to do. Is just, you know, get in your giant interstellar spaceship that you have out there, travel it like near light speed that you obviously can do. Yes. Go to a certain point where you can, you get enough of a running start and essentially from your spaceship at near the speed of light or past the speed of light, depending on how fast you're traveling, throw a fucking hucking ball of (laughs) aluminum foil at the earth. (laughs) And that's it, man. That's it for humanity, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. The 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 truncheon rod is like twenty foot fucking feet rods long. from God shit. The rods from yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking rods of tungsten <laughs> drop from orbit. <laughs> okay, sorry. We're supposed to be talking about this article, but we're we're just mainly giving you a little bit of warning <laughs> as we humans with our giant fucking hubris. Man, we're not aware of how fucking stupid we are as a species. If it, look, the rest, look, the rest of the universe knows how dumb we are. They've got the radio signal. They're what they've watched the Seven Hundred Club. <laughs> I honestly, think, I honestly the, think that human, human based, and I mean, sorry, not human, meat based intelligence is a very rare thing in the universe. 
it, we they all they would have had to evolve past it. But you know what the funniest thing? Like, oh my funniest, god, am I talking to meat right now? <laughs> you know? The the funniest fucking thing in both <laughs> DC and especially in Marvel, everybody says, "Oh, Earth has this great big secret on it." But the Earthlings are like kids playing with nukes, and so especially in Marvel, when like um uh, where <laughs> like Secret Empire, where Captain America put the shield around the planet, and yeah. every, all the other races like the Shi'ar. The scroll, the crease, all the motherfuckers <laughs> who hate each other was like, yeah, they closed off Earth. Fuck them guys. Fuck them guys <laughs> all together. Let them destroy themselves and we can get back to our fucking war. Did you ever see the the internet story that came out of like why the Vulcans allowed the humans into Starfleet? No. No. <laughs> I, just, like, I remember watching First Contact. It was it was like a bunch of Vulcans talking to each other, talking about like yeah, so why did you guys let the humans in? Like, well, these guys are fucking crazy. Like, like they're doing shit where they're like, let's just strap another warp core onto a fucking another warp core and let's just drop that in the middle of a fucking black hole and see what happens. We're essentially dukes of hazarding our way across the galaxy. <laughs> and the other species are like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and they're like, no, man, we're, we're glad they're on our side because these fuckers are insane. <laughs> It's a whole long story. It's just like, really funny. Like, like, fuck. I can just see that now. It's like, look, they're smart enough to get to us, but not smart enough to know what the fuck they're doing. We better just keep them under wraps. Like, they, we, we told them, you're not allowed to have cloaking technology. Yeah, and what happened? They decided to make fucking cloaking technology. <laughs> and then what happened? Well, they got stuck in the middle of a fucking asteroid. <laughs> well, ha- what happened after that? Then they dumped their fucking warp core. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like we would be the fucking rednecks of the universe. Yeah, we'd be the white trash <laughs> of the universe. Yeah, we can make fucking jury rig everything. I'm sorry, we're we're seven minutes in, and I haven't even gotten to the first line of this article. <laughs> so like, okay, so so the article says. It's never aliens. And then dash dash. Until it is. Today's news leaked that in the British newspaper, The Guardian, of a mysterious signal coming from the closest star to our own Proxima Centauri, a star too dim to see from Earth with the naked eye, that is nonetheless a cosmic stone's throw away at just 4.2 light years. Yeah. Found this autumn in archival data gathered last year. Keep that in mind. Data... Gathered last year, the signal appears to emanate from the from the direction of our neighboring star and cannot yet be dismissed as Earth-based interference, raising the fact that the very faint prospect that the transmission from some sort of advanced extraterrestrial intelligence or a so-called techno-signature is what it says. Now speaking to Scientific American, the scientists behind the discovery caution that there is still much work to be done. Yeah, don't we don't have anything I, concrete yet. It's it's like, the thing. It's that whole thing back in what was that the fifties or the sixties where they actually had the LGM signal, the little yeah. green man signal, and it was like, is this it? And it was like, shit, it was over this way too. It was over in this one too. But everybody was like, no, nah, it couldn't be it. Was that the guy that like, was nuking popcorn or making something in the fucking microwave? <laughs> <laughs> that set it that set off the very very strong readings that they had on that no this was um actually when they first started looking for things like we've had 
a couple of signals over the years that haven't repeated. Like it was different from the uh, um, um, CM, um, CMR cosmic yeah, background cosmic radiation. radiation. Yeah. Um, it's like 980 millimeters wavelength. And like what happens is it's never repeatable. So you yeah, actually it, see it and it's never repeatable. And that's the reason why they dismiss it because, you know, space is big and we don't know everything out there, even though we can see a shit far away. We yeah, know they, that it's a our local cosmic galaxy cluster is moving to towards a great dark spot in our local area, but we can't see yeah. shit. It's like down the street. Um, it was it was the wow days. signal in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, someone said the wow signal. So okay, so it says here it has some particular properties that cause it to pass many of the checks, and we cannot yet explain it. Saint Andrew Seaman from the University of California, Berkeley. Most curiously, it occupies a narrow, very narrow band of the radio spectrum, 982 megahertz, specifically, which is a region typically bereft of transmissions from human-made satellites and spacecraft. We don't know of any natural way to compress electromagnetic energy into a single bin and frequency such as this one, the person said. Perhaps, he says, some, some as-of-yet-unknown exotic quirk of plasma physics could be a natural phenomenon. Uh, natural explanation for the tantalizingly concentrated radio waves. But for the moment, the only source that we know of is technological. The detection was made by a $100 million project called Breakthrough Listen, led by this person and funded by tech billionaire Yuri Milner under the umbrella of Miller, Milner's Breakthrough Initiatives. The goal of this multi-year endeavor, which began in 2015, was with a star-studded announcement attended by Stephen Hawking and other space science luminaries is to buy observing time on radio telescopes around the world to search the skies for evidence of technological civilizations. That pursuit, of course, is more commonly known for SETI. You know, to date, no such evidence has conclusively been found, despite more than a half century of modest but steady activity, with any potential signals almost always being ruled out as originating from satellites orbiting Earth or other human-caused interference. And here's a quote. If you see such a signal, and it's not coming from the surface of the Earth, you know you have detected extraterrestrial technology, said Jason Wright, a SETI-centric astronomer at Penn State University in Pennsylvania. Unfortunately, humans have launched a lot of extraterrestrial technology. You know what's funny? It's like, things like this makes me want to actually watch the movie Contact again. Because it was a fucking great movie. Like, you get movies like that. Like, Contact was actually pretty good. Um, even, like, um, what was that? The Arrival was actually good. Yeah. Because I like these, Arrival quite a bit. Yeah. These, these aliens, they're like, yo, yo, like, we're only fucking contacting you because you're you getting close. <laughs> right, and you're getting close to knocking on our door, so we're going to do it on our or on our terms versus yours because let's let's face it like like we joke about like i joke about first contact (laughs) but would you really want that motherfucker in first contact to be your representation of meeting aliens are you talking about zephram cochran (laughs) yes god the guy that fucking yeehawed his way across the fucking cosmos I mean, not literally. He didn't say that, but it's just, it's funny to me that you have uh, 
Babe the Pig's like farmer dad <laughs> that built the I mean, fucking like, warp drive. <laughs> like he like in that movie he was one step away from a uh, fucking who was it in Independence Day? Oh, Bill God, Pullman? They, <laughs> oh no, not no no. The, oh, Randy Quaid. Randy <laughs> Quaid. Yes, he was one step away from Randy Quaid. Oh God, that motherfucker's <laughs> going strange now. Um, but anyway. <laughs> oh man, Randy Quaid, man. Now that boy's more office rocker than Bobby Fisher ever was. <laughs> Shitter's fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, there, there's a lot more to this article, and uh, we're gonna link. Uh, it'll be linked if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're if you're listening to this on the podcast, it'll be in the show notes. But the thing is, like, I have been wary of the past, you know, fifty years. Uh, the the length of time that I've been around that I've thought about this whole thing is like, and a lot of other people are rightly so also worried about the way that we put ourselves out there as an extraterrestrial society where. We put out on a spacecraft the directions to fucking find us, what we look like, and like a couple of other things. That is assuming that the people are going to be able to understand how to play a goddamn record, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, you gotta gotta think about it like this. Like, is the juice worth the squeeze? If you're really an interstellar fucking <laughs> like you know, species do you really want to go and deal with the fuck like like that's like do you want to deal with cletus the fucking slack-jawed yokel when you live in capital city no no that's even worse (laughs) would i go out my way to go and stamp out a fucking anthill in the middle of fucking nowhere that's what it is and try to talk to the ants is the thing you know yeah it's like like humans are fucking they have so much fucking hubris (laughs) <laughs> and then they think like, oh, if aliens come here, we're gonna win. Like, I'm sorry, not all aliens are designed like motherfucking <laughs> M Night Shadowline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the aliens yeah. came here, but they're they're de- um, water's deadly to them. Everybody yeah. needs to fucking go listen yeah. to Little Nicky's. Just, just imagine uh, <laughs> if aliens did land, and the first words out of their mouth are, "Hey, would you like a copy of the Watchtower?" Can I introduce you to our Lord Jesus Christ? Yeah. Oh, we know about that motherfucker. But if if they said said Buddha or Allah instead, just imagine all the pulpit pimps. You know what? Oh, I actually remember this. I remember this. It was a show called Adromeda that literally took Buddha, Muhammad, and Jesus and made it to a religion. And it was just like, Oh yeah, we know about the motherfuckers, and they like made it to a stellar religion that the Earthlings actually colonized. And I was like, "Nah, that's not gonna happen." <laughs> I the think the people, worst. Go ahead. I was gonna say people need to watch the anime where <laughs> Jesus, Buddha, and like Muhammad live in a fucking apartment. <laughs> I heard that one, but no, no, no. The funniest <laughs> fact is, somebody's like, "Can we introduce you to our Lord Jesus Christ?" Oh, you mean that motherfucker? We sent down, sent him down here to fuck with y'all. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? We he was a he 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 was a troublemaker. He started talking about how we shouldn't do intergalactic wars. He's like, fuck it, send him to the Hicks. <laughs> okay, so it's not little Nicky. Sorry, little Dicky is who I was thinking of there. Uh, he has a song called Pillow Talking where 
he talks about how what if aliens invaded Earth and everything. He's like, shit. That like, would the aliens be like, fuck, Earth goes hard. You know, <laughs> it's it's a funny fucking song, especially because uh, there's a lot of atheism shit in there too. Because like, he's talking to a Christian lady about how, uh, <laughs> God's up there in heaven, going like, you know what, this shit's boring. It needs more dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, it's funny i mean like to think about it like if we did have aliens can can i get my green alien woman like kurt did (laughs) uh something tells me they'd be beyond they'd be beyond fucking (laughs) actually no how about about one of them delta women that are bald and supposedly fused your mind with them when they have sex wait did you say delta burke what no no in Star Trek, the motion picture, Ilea was dealt oh, with. Supposedly, right. when they had sex, not only did they share their body, they also shared their mind. But you know what? Here's here's what my thing Deidre. is. <laughs> here's my thing. Yeah. When, we have to actually think about it. When you think about what type of interstellar alien species, the first thing that they're going to do is be carnivorous. They're going to be carnivorous or omnivorous where they eat everything they're not going to be peaceful and it's a reason why they would want to go to the fucking stars and it wouldn't be for peace it would be to expand the empire yeah or to get rid of or or to get more resources because that's the reason why everybody in every analogy of life that we know expands even fucking tardigrades those are motherfucking aliens they (laughs) go to space to fucking expand and live and we do we really want those motherfuckers contacting us on their terms? Well, no. man, I mean, hey, if you've traveled like one million light years and you haven't had a pit stop to get your Howard Johnson fried clams, what else are you going to do? <laughs> well, I mean, these guys are only a scant 4.2 light years away, which is right in our own fucking backyard. Like, that's... Yeah, and, and it's it's that. not it's not unbelievable to think, and we still are working off of conjecture and speculation that we have here. It's not un unlikely to think that somebody whose star system developed at around the same time our own star system developed that there would be another planet within the Goldilocks zone mm-hmm. that has life developing on it, because we have known we have learned at least from observation on how life exists here on this planet is that life is in a murder it's a uh not a emergent it's, it's an emergent property of physics right based on planets that live within a habitable zone of like this one yeah but, and it, it and proxima centauri has one in the goldilocks zone it circles from it circles the star every 19 days yeah mm-hmm. i know um one uh, the two points i don't make with this so the thing about um, fucking um, Alpha, Beta, and Proxima Centauri is that it's so fucking close. And it's so, it's, the thing about it, though, would it be that fucking, it, it goes to that Fermi formula. Yeah. How prevalent is life in this, in this universe? And I, like, God damn it. Um, side note. If anybody's ever watched Babylon 5, that's where the Satari are from. <laughs> so it could be one of those situations where we're like, you wrote yourself into your own doom. 
<laughs> you know what? But fucking space is fucking awesome. It's this game I play called Elite Dangerous. I'm meaning to pick that one up. I haven't got that one yet. Oh fuck, it's awesome. <laughs> and like, like I remember trying to go from our corner of the Orion arm to the center. It took me fucking three days. <laughs> Not three days in game. It took me three days to make it there. In real time. In real time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would love to, to, to like maybe people on this planet would actually, you know, worst case scenario, band together to fight off the alien overlords or best case scenario, um, realize that fuck is more out there. So we have to actually start treating each other better. I just don't no, want to end up. They're never going to oh. fucking learn that. <laughs> you know, I, watching I the expanses taught us anything. It's that corporations are still going to be out to make whatever the fuck they can, you know, and fuck anybody else. I just don't want it to end up like that outer limits episode. So they had a new outer limits episode where they thought they ran into some um, aliens on the planet that were like primitive. And what they did was ran into the aliens equivalent of the Boy Scouts and they killed them all. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, you killed our kids. Oh, we're going to fuck up your planet. God damn it. I watch too much TV. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about all we got for this one. There, There is indeed more that you can look into for this whole thing, especially the the wow signal that we're talking about. It brings it up at the very end of the article that we have here. Uh, it's going to be linked in the show notes as well, but it's just fascinating to me that we, as a just barely dipping our toes into the spacefaring way of things that we are as a, as a society, are looking at other places and going, "Hey, we need to send them a signal, let them know we're here." No, <laughs> that's that's a very very bad idea. That that that's almost like. Christopher Columbus is on the fucking sailing the ocean blue in 1492. And all of a sudden people on a certain Island are like, Hey, come over here. Come say hi. Yeah. <laughs> Wind up like that missionary last year. Oh, oh God. The, the yeah. Sentinelese islands. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, we're going to shoot you with arrows. If you get too close, well, I'm going to get closer. Well, we're going to yeah, fucking Jesus shoot you with arrows. Me, Jesus told me to get closer. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations. Westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. And if you really want to hear some more stuff from yours truly, go find me on the Outcast X channel on YouTube. That's the only place you're going to find that stuff until I can get my Twitch stuff up and running. And it's probably going to be just a lot of uh, me running commentary if I get on Twitch. Anyway, 
That's also what does it for us this year for 2020. And I want to thank everybody who's been a part of it this year. Uh, I know times have been rough since about February for most of the world. And it's good to know that we have a good community out there. We have people that care about each other, people that check in with each other. We have a pretty thriving, uh, well, it's, it's section, there's sections of the community. We have the people on Facebook. We have the Twitter people. That's where I'm most active. We have the people on Slack. You can find the link wherever you might be listening to this on. Lots of places where people can get together and essentially congregate and make a family with each other. And I'm not trying to do it lightly and try to like joke about that. There's a lot of us that we honestly do care about what's going on in each other's lives. And that's kind of exactly what the doctor has ordered. So um, let me go ahead and get to those patrons that have been there. And have signed up for the Outcast stuff for this week. Let's see. Let's go ahead and get started with Lowkey120, Neil the 604 Atheist, then Abyssian Knoll, Andrea Brooks, Becky, Becky Scott Fairley, Bethany Ring, Brooke Moffat, Freethinker215, Hopswatch, Irish Swede, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Mark Layton, Apochley. Let's see. Paul Peterson. No, he got moved up to the. Uh, he bumped his. Uh, support up for this week so he doesn't even belong in this group so paul thank you so much for that randall gaz robert x ryan stacy startzel the godless revolution podcast tina coley tom mcdonald winter solstice 93 agatricolis andre skabinski azozio ben roberts chris turner daisies dr rick Boddicker, econ gary gerfin glenn albus henry hutanen hylian monkeys jay jennifer misevich j.lx2 jeffrey brown Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, JS23, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Mark Cecil, Michael Murphy, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, and Wade Heaton. We have Bicycle Legs, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Corinne Smith, Corey Vanderpool, G.RX, oh no, it's just GRX, uh, Gary Smith, Jeff Linville, Hellbound Hellbilly, um, Hellbound Hellbilly, it's twice I've done that to you. I'm sorry, man. Hellbound Hillbilly. Keith Kingsbury. Lisa Riddell. Mally's Varmentum. Name Mr. Bible Pants. Michael Smuda. Micro Warrior 00. Mike Yoakum. Nancy White. An- uh, sorry, dude. Angus Fergus. Uh, Patrick Neary. Philip Jessup. Ray Kerfont. Robert Levine. Rosabelle Howden. Some Random. Terry Tryon. Tinfoil Hat Society. And Tracy Harden. We have Angelica Pearson. We have Arnowin, Enwin Davies, CBT Miller 132, David Hicks, Fireshard, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Shartan Rayan, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Peter Magnuson, Philip Anderson, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, and Will Nash. And then finally at the top of the list, we have our highest patrons. We have Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen. EJ, you got to come back on the show, man. It's been too long. Same with you, Big Sky. I, n- I need to get all of you guys on the show at one point or another. Grand Priapism, Jazza G. If you didn't work a shady schedule, you'd be on the show more often. We have Joe. We have Matthew James, Michael Lord, Or Toothman, and Peter Hockley. And I want to thank Joe and Crimson for being our special guests this week. Thank you guys. It's been it was a great freaking episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Got a little loose, and it was kind of interesting having uh just the three of us on this episode because you know, it's the end of the year and that kind of happens sometimes. Anyway, before we wrap this up, I need to remind folks that if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, you can do so in so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there, or simply leave us a review on whatever service you happen to catch us on. You can always shoot us an email or a text, and we're always happy to hear from y'all. 
But with that, it's time to bring episode number 320-something to a close because I haven't updated my list here, and I'm not going to look at it right now. But this is the, the, the post show that I'm doing right now on 12-28-2020. Uh, Jesus. And that's it. Uh, that's it for this year, guys. We'll catch you in 2021. Have a good week, and thank you so much. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.